Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Gessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And we are back right after the Australian Grand Prix. And we have got a super happy half of the Push Push. Grand Slam. The Tifosi is in full effect today. She is happier than just the happiest of happies at this point. Um, I don't even know what she's happier than because I'm not even sure I've ever seen her this happy before. Oh my God. It's what a time to be alive in the scooteria of Ferrari Tifosi. It is a, it's a great time. I mean, we had some highs and lows this week, but mostly highs. It's a big high. Highs outweighed the lows. (laughs) Yes, we do have, I mean, pretty sad lows on the for half of the Tifosi or for half of the 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 boys in red but yeah it was not so good the 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 highest of highs and really the lowest of lows I mean it's only fitting that we start with saying that Charles Leclerc hit the got the grand slam pole position fastest lap p1 finish first time since 2010 what you know about that what you know about Charles I mean, uh, I love it for him so much. And I love, I love it for all of the, all of the Tifosi. I mean, you guys just deserve it. I really we am. love a humble winner and we love a grateful winner. And that is our sweet, sweet Charles. He just gets out, shakes that tow- tousles, that beautiful head of hair, throws us a wink. Just get, just takes his champagne and just sprays, sprays the gods for, the, yeah. for blessing him with, with the magic. He throws a kiss up to to the big guy to, you know, thank him for letting him be his favorite. And uh, it's working out well for him. It's, it's Charles's time. Charles in charge. That's what's happening right now. I know. And we have been on a little bit of a two week hiatus because we've been on spring break. Yes. Off the grid. We have been very busy bees in with our families and just kind of, um, you know, we needed a little break before this, uh, Australian Grand Prix. Yeah, that's where we were. Yeah, we, we, were in we put out a no. We weren't in Austria. <laughs> we were in Australia. <laughs> this also was not my favorite time because everything was like opposite. And sometimes, like you can deal with times, and it's like six hours or you know three hours. That's fine. But when it's like a full twelve-hour difference, oh, it's a lot. It was so hard to keep up with all this stuff. I'm like, oh, why? It, why? It throws off the whole schedule. It does throw off the whole schedule. But yeah. off the grid, we were at spring break. And we have, we were, you know, talking to anybody and everybody that we could about formula one. So I have a, I have a, I have to report back on one of my occasions because I have my favorite Ferrari hat and I wore it down there. And my husband drew is like, are you just wearing that Ferrari hat? Hoping that somebody will talk to you about formula one. And I said, of course I am. (laughs) Obviously that's what I'm doing. And it took almost the entire week, but on one of my last days, I was wearing it at the pool and there was a very European group of a little, very European party, family, little party. And I walked by and the guy was like, scooter, scooteria Ferrari to Fossi. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> this is happening. It's like, <laughs> Yes, that's me. Yes, yes. And he's like, oh, do you love, uh, like, it's such a good time. And I was like, it's amazing. It's what a time to be alive. And it talked about Charles. And I got so overwhelmed with excitement because it had not happened that I kind of 
I didn't take advantage of it and really the way I should have, but it was a beautiful shining light. Well, I love that for you so much because I had a little bit of a different experience <laughs> with my F1. Um, we I went to visit Brittany Swan, who is my co-host on Crazy Zen Life, and she moved to Florida, moved to this country club. We're at the club one night, and this guy's coming up with his wife, and he is wearing an Aston Martin racing like zip up. And I was like, ah, are you an F1 fan? No, dead in my eyes. I have an Aston Martin. <laughs> he looked me dead in my eyes and was like, no, I'm not. And I was like, ew, ew. And even like the, the ladies that were around me, they were like, clearly he is not an F1 fan. And I was like, well, what the fuck are you doing wearing an Aston Martin racing jacket, you asshole? I've never met a more bigger douche canoe in my life. Why are you wearing this if you're not even in the, in the sport? Like I didn't, he has an Aston Martin. Well, probably. that is what I found out later. It's like, no, he just drives one. I was like, yeah. well, he needs to understand that if he's going to wear that jacket around <laughs> and it says Aston Martin racing, don't look like such an asshole when someone asks you about actually being in the sport. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So I was like, get out of here. I would have met, obviously I don't drive a Ferrari. So I feel like <laughs> I don't give off the vibe where they're like, you own a Ferrari. You own a I'm Ferrari. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I just did see- love Charles Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> the group that said something to me, though, they I think they were more Carlos people, which I respect. Oh, okay. well, and love. Totally interested. Totally interested. Yeah, with love. <laughs> My girls, they found a um like a, a guy walking in the parking lot that had a Scuderia Ferrari backpack, and they were like Scuderia Ferrari, and he did, he said nothing, and she, they were like Charles Leclerc. Carlos Sainz? I mean, the girls are like screaming at him. He also just owns a Ferrari. <laughs> just owns a Ferrari. I was like, wow. Okay. There are two types of people in this world and we are clearly not the ones that actually drive these cars. Or own fans, these cars. fans and owners. <laughs> and we are and fans, owners. not owners. <laughs> and clearly the fans are more passionate than the owners. So it, the line was drawn very clear for me in the sand in Florida. And I was like, oh, okay, got it. I'm just I think that you, I should have given you that hot tip that you were going into South Florida where there's probably more owners. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of fans in South Florida too. Like, of course. Yes, they're definitely fans. But we, I did see plenty of like real McLarens in real life. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, these are pretty. <laughs> yeah, just an actual... McLaren that yeah. also happened once on a vacation where someone else told us that story where they went up to somebody and were like, Oh, do you love F1? They're wearing a McLaren hat. And he's like, no. And I, I think that like somebody else was like, he just has a McLaren. <laughs> I, it kind of made me think, cause I, I drive a Mercedes and I wear my Mercedes hat all the time. And I wonder, I'm like, God, am I, do I look like the asshole that's wearing because I own the car, but I'm like, yeah. Oh, look, it's a 44. Like it's not my car. <laughs> They're like this bitch. We know she drives a Ferrari. Right. We get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, it's the 44. Stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad that, you know, we had some highs and lows on, on that front <laughs> we did. too. We did. Yeah. Just keeping it real guys. Just keeping it real. <laughs> uh, well, let's get into the race. Um, I know you didn't get to watch the full qualities. I did not. Apparently, that's my new thing. Yeah, you're quality queen, which is totally fine with me. I came home with a raging sinus situation and have been legit laid in my bed for the last three days. I was unwell. Today, when I woke up, it's Sunday, and I was like, oh, this is a gift from the F1 gods. I finally feel like I'm alive and well and can watch this race at 9 a.m. instead of trying to stay up (laughs) at 1 a.m. Don't watch it because, you know, when you fall asleep at nine o'clock for three days yeah. in a row, I, there was no hope. 
it was no hope. I hate um, also, big ups to us for recording on Sunday post race. I know, look at right? that episode out so quick. Um, but yeah, I watched Qualies because I was driving back from Florida and at 5 a.m. I had nothing else to do. So I was like, hey, hey. we're going to listen. We're going to watch and listen. This is great. So what, <laughs> what were your takeaways from Qualies, Danielle? Okay. First takeaway is man, oh man, we got Seb back. But like Seb, they gave us Seb and then they took him away. <laughs> Giveth and taketh away. Because he, Seb's looked better. He's had better weekends. And like, you can see he's, he, I don't think he's maybe a long hauler, but the effects of COVID feel apparent Yeah, <laughs> on poor Seb's mind, body, soul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it's hard to come back from COVID like that. I mean, just think you're going to bounce back and then like be in a car and have to perform and like mentally be ready for a race. Yes. That's tricky. Yeah. I mean, so- come on, boo. Come on. We Seb. lost Seb. Seb was <laughs> on a sco- but he was on a scooter. He also got in trouble for speeding in pit lane. It's like, come on, Seb. Like you're acting like you're new here. I mean, we know you just got back, but like Yeah. Did you see he got a fine five thousand yeah. euros for driving the scooter? And he got in trouble for speeding in pit lane. It was just <laughs> you know, fog. He got COVID fog brain. <laughs> he does brain have the fog. Yeah. He didn't make it out of Q uh Q1, which is like, you know, whole thing. Speaking of Q1. The master of disaster, Nicholas Latifi, <laughs> is was back at it again. Like, come on. Team Williams is like, get it together, bro. We can't afford to fix this car. Even Martin Croft was like, that's not good for the team. Like, they can't afford to be fixing no. this car so often. They're going to have to get a... Um, a- they're going to have to tap into the Latifi bank here pretty soon. I don't know if, if, if his dad contributes to the team. I imagine that well, he's going he to have to, he's going to have to, cause it's your fucking son who keeps fucking shit up and we're going to need him to stop. Okay. <laughs> that asshole needs to stop crashing his car. Just stop it. Enough. Enough, enough Nick, just like cool your jets. So him and stroll get into, there's a whole turn situation. One less. So, Latifi stroll pass. He thinks he's on a hot lap. He's not. Then he, he slows down and then Latifi is going around him. And I guess stroll hits him. Stroll gets in trouble for this, but I want team stroll on this side. I this agree. I, I was watching this too. And like rewatching, I was like, wait a minute. How, why is Lance getting in trouble for this? Cause this clearly is a Latifi takedown. Like yes. <laughs> stroll looked like he had it in the, you're going straight in the apex. It looked like it was his turn to take. Yes. And Latifi just came and was like, boop. I'm like, dude. It, to, to me and the commentators who both said that was Stroll's line to take. Like, we were all in agreement that right. Except- the Strolls were not trolls on that. And <laughs> no then the fault. FIA like- came in and gave him another penalty. And I'm again, we're no like we're not falling on the sword for Lance Stroll, but wow. like this one wasn't his fault. Yeah, I'm gonna say this had Latifi written all over it. <laughs> all over it. This is like standard Latifi. Master of Disaster. That's what we're calling him. That now. is his new name. That's brilliant, Danielle. <laughs> I mean, brilliant. he's just out here, just causing a mess everywhere he goes. It's a te- he's like the the what's the uh, mayhem? The guy from the commercial. The guy, just, yeah, <laughs> the progressive like, uh, freaking mayhem around him everywhere. Like they could do a whole F one bit on him, and he's yes. like, I'm gonna mess up this world championship. I'm gonna fuck this up. I'm gonna mess this up. Taking everybody down. Taking them all down. Thanks, Latifi. So, yeah. So that's just Q1. We make it to Q2. 
um, great news for your guys, Shan. Yeah. How about my boys? How the, about my boys? The boys in papaya, they made it all the way to Q3. <laughs> hey, you guys, I'm going to giggle on that one because, you know, we're not guaranteed Q3 these days. <laughs> what? Is McLaren back? Like, I think that maybe they're back. I hope so. I hope so. I think they're back. I hope so. It seemed like it. Yeah. Um, and, but sad news, they made it back into Q3, but you know who didn't? Who didn't? Valtteri. Botas. King of Qualies. King of Qualies. What happened? 103 straight Q3s is what he had. He had a record. He had the record. 103. Really? Yeah. He had, it ended his run of 103 straight Q3 finish, like appearances. Oh, that breaks my heart. Cause I love a streak like no other. Oh, I and know. You break a streak like that. That's a, that's, oh, that's going to shed a tear. Yeah. And I have to mention this before I forget, because I noticed it during the race today, but I don't think we're going to talk about Valtteri a lot during the race. So let's hit it here. Um, did, <laughs> I can't be the only one who's noticed that Modare is one of his sponsors, which do you know what Modare is? No. It's that collagen that all these influencers talk about. It's like, I don't know if it's an the MLM. one that you put in your coffee. Yeah. Like they always oh, drink God. it from like a gold spoon or whatever. <laughs> Yes, he's they're sponsored by them. It's on his car. It's on like the rim of like his seat area. So you can see it when they go to his cockpit. And they did it once. And I was like, I think that said Modare. And then I was like, it can't be Modare. Like, and then they went back to it and I confirmed. <laughs> it is legit collagen. <laughs> he had in your legit, coffee. I think Tiffany must be slanging this as well. It feels on brand for her to be slanging Modare. And it's just on his thing, but I, I'm, I just, I needed to mention it. And I, well, <laughs> this is actually going to be a great segue for a small rabbit hole. We're about to go down with Miss Tiffany Cromwell herself. Can we talk <laughs> about her helmet design for Valtteri? Oh, this race? That's why she ruined the streak. It's her fault. It's, I'm blaming Tiffany. Fault. Also, I went on a small deep dive in her Instagram. She's got like a whole story, like highlights of <laughs> 77 helmet designs. You know who is 77? Botas. All 77? No, it's just like his number. His number is 77. Oh, oh, yeah. So that so I, I know it sounds funny when you're like seven, she's designed 77. No. Yeah, yeah. The title is like his number 77 helmet design. So then well, you can just click through and see all the ones she's done. She's very proud of them. Very, very proud. Um, and I was should like, should we oh. like do a but deep she, dive on that and pick our favorites and do all, like a real? We, let's oh, Danielle, you're just diving in with the gems today <laughs> write that shit down this is good shit <laughs> what are, this is really what our pickering wants to know about um but she's also coming out with an oat based gin did you see what that? yeah she's, she's in you i mean you already told us about how she's in all the alcohol she's in yeah she's in with the brewery with my boy dr3 but yeah she's uh she is part of she's creating an oat based gin do we need that i don't maybe I personally, myself, I'm not a gin fan. I think it tastes like the smell of hairspray. So I've always been a little weary of gin. But, you know, as my as I get older, maybe I'll, my palate will change. I have no idea. Um, I don't know if we, I don't feel like we need that, but may, I guess maybe we do. I'll, I'll Listen. You're willing to try gonna it? put her time in. I'm going to will, be willing to try it. You know, I don't. Put us on, the, put us on that PR list. Let us. <laughs> we could probably have to stop making fun of her helmet designs if we're going to be on her PR do. list. So. But do you think she was so happy to be in Australia? Isn't that where she's from? Yeah, that's where she's her from. Homeland with, yeah. the, with the 
Also, speaking of Botas, does anyone else notice when they do the um? Oh, his intro video. Intro, he looks like he looks away. He looks away. He looks like the the Step Brothers. Like remember that movie Step Brothers with Will Ferrell? Yes. <laughs> no, like, he looks like he's in a like Soviet statue. Like it's like. It looks like an Olin Mills portrait is what it looks like to me. And I can't unsee it. And I giggle every time. And I'm like, did nobody catch this in editing? <laughs> oh, or it, is yeah. somebody like legit? It, did he just piss somebody off? And he's like, eh, now you live here. Like, no, but I saw <laughs> I his. And then I noticed that there's a few that are kind of funny. Like Lando's is like an over the shoulder. Like it's like a, mm-hmm. a look back. So yeah. there's a few that are kind of funny. It's just that would make me giggle out. No, like his is by far the funniest. And (laughs) now we know he's sponsored by Modere. And I just I couldn't let that one go by. Needed to put it on the record. When you like when you step away from Mercedes and you step away from all that that money, you're gonna it you're gonna be slinging ships. (laughs) You're gonna be slinging collagen. You got it. I mean, I guess it worked because here we are dedicating like four minutes to good point. Good point. So, you know, big ups to them, but I never expected like the blog, like MLM <laughs> influencer world to really take a veer into this F1 world. And here we are. Here we are. Here we so, are. Anyways, okay. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, McLaren. Okay. So I think the biggest news out of Qualies, it feels like McLaren's back. Yes, also, both Alpines made it to, to Q3. Uh-huh. Um, but in Q3, we had some, we had some, some troubles. We did. We did. What happened? Alonzo was on a burner of a lap. Burner. Some would have said could have been his fastest lap yet. Could have been P1. Could have if you been. looked at the segments, he was ahead of Charles. Sectors. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the car just, he just, he just lost it and he had to stop. And then him stopping messed up our boy Carlos. The yellow flag comes out Damn and Charles time. gets through just in time, in the nick of time, just like the king he is. And poor Carlos did not. And it messed up his best lap and it disqualified it. And then he wasn't able to get back and he had to start in P9. Sad, sad for Carlos. That is sad for Carlos. Cause you know, he, hmm. This he just didn't have much luck in Australia. No, no. And I am a firm believer that this sport, you need talent, but you also need to oh, be 100%. open to luck because yes. if you're not, it's gonna pass you by. But yeah, so we had we only had five teams in Q3, which is like the minimum like the fewest amount of teams that possibly be in it because it was all two sums. We had both Mercedes, both McLaren's, both Alpines, both Red Bulls, and both Ferraris. Well, look at that. Yeah. So like everybody's got a buddy. Yeah, <laughs> like like your everyone, buddy? Grab your friend. <laughs> you know, like a toy story. It's like, you have a movie buddy. Yes. <laughs> Who's your good buddy? Get him. And Don't great news for you. Lewis made it to Q3 <laughs> after some bad times last week. Thank goodness. Cause he started P5, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. P5 and P6, him and George. No, didn't he? He was P4, wasn't he? No, Lando was P4. P4. Yeah. Lando was P4. Lando was P4. We'll come back to George in a minute. Oh yeah. I knew we were going to have a whole segment of, <laughs> of George. So now we're at the race. Did you watch the race live? I know you already said no. no, I did not watch it live. I watched it this morning at 9am. I had plans to, but after being in the car for the road trip the whole time, I set my alarm. I was going to sleep on the couch until it came on. 
And then I was like, no, I can't do it. Can't do it. I started it. I started watching it and I was like, or like the coverage was on. Uh-huh. And I was like, I can't, I'm not going to make it. Like I was watching the hour before, which love that so much that they're giving us. The I know show. that is so nice. That is so, so nice. Um, but I couldn't make it. So I woke up at 6 a.m. to finish. To oh, okay. Now, do you have F1, F1 TV? Is that where you watch it? I have F1 TV, but I have YouTube TV and it just records it. Oh, okay. 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 Got it. Because when I watched it, I did it on ESPN two, which was nice that they, they played it, but something that threw me for a loop. Cause I've never had this happen before. They have commercials. <gasps> no. Yes. And I was like, wait, what? I was so, all through. Cause it was just me and the girls. Dan um, was driving back from a trip and we were like, what, why are there commercials? This is so weird, but it was night. Okay. I didn't like it in the beginning, but by the second commercial break, when I really felt like I was going to pee my pants, I was very grateful to have it because I was like, Oh, look, a commercial. I could just run to the bathroom and run right back. And it worked out, but I didn't, I didn't love it. You didn't, I, actually, I didn't like, love it. Drew and I talked about that when we were watching the qualities in the car, he wasn't watching. He was listening that that's my favorite thing about European sports is there's like no commercials. They just slap yeah. logos on everything. everything. Yes. But no commercials. No commercials. Yeah. So they don't, you don't miss anything. They just, they cut and it's like a lady comes on. She's like, don't worry. You're not going to miss anything. We'll bring you right back after their sponsors. And I was like, uh, oh, I don't love that. Yeah, yeah. I watched it like the, I watched the recording of it live. Yeah. Well, that's, that's ideal. But just so you know, that's how, if you have to rewatch it and it's not live, just be prepared. ESPN's going to get commercials. <laughs> do have Sky Sports, and I haven't really had enough time to dive in on my membership to like get on board with my favorite drivers and stuff. So I need to do that. I just need to press play. On that. I think you just need to ask me for my login account. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what you should be doing. Um, okay, but race day. First race off, day. Beautiful course. Love this St. Albert. Is it St. Albert's Park? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. beautiful yeah. gorgeous did you notice that the green the grass on the track was like a very fluorescenty like it looked it didn't look fake but it looked like you know how like i have that bright phone like yeah. that was the color of the grass do you think like, they painted it it was like highlighter yellow almost i'm like what is going on i love this color <laughs> and i was like wow look at their grass it's so pretty <laughs> um sorry i did not notice that, but I did notice it was <laughs> grass. I did notice yeah. the track was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did notice that they gave us only three DRSs after we used to have four. We did. They but they wanted to encourage overtaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was ready for lights out with my sweet, sweet Charles in P1. It was great. Yeah, it's a beautiful track. It's a fast track too. Fast like track. The, and I really like the... Uh, there's some really fun chicane, like the sequences were like the, the turns, like the chicanes were really cool. They got rid track. of like the one like zigzaggy chicane yeah. and they made it so that it was like better so, like, for yeah, overtaking. Mm-hmm. Overta- which was fun. I mean, that's kind of what you want to see when, you know, especially when these cars are so close together, like in, in time, you're like, wow, this is, this is fun to watch them be able to overtake. And we saw quite a bit of overtaking. So yeah. let's dive right into this race, Danielle. What do we I got? Will- I will say someone said that they thought it was a boring race. And I was like, uh, no, but also even if the top like sector is a little bit more spread out, like there was so much close wheel to wheel racing in that like six to 13. I, I thought, yeah. I thought like five to 13, I was like, this is it. Like these yeah, guys are really it. like bringing it and like 
everybody had their elbows out. Everybody was like, my car won't go any faster. Yeah. <laughs> like Everybody's pedaled to the metal and it's like, what's going to happen? I don't know. Okay. So we start the race and did, okay. I know most people started on the medium compound tires, mm-hmm. um, which one thing about the tires, I know we've like done a whole thing about tires, but most of the time the tire numbers are sequential, sequential. So you get a, a C1, C2, C3, or C2, C3, C4. This time we got a two, three, five, mm-hmm. which is, was a different setup. I don't really think we got a full explanation of that, but I just think that's worth noting. I It had something to do with track temperatures. Yeah. But I don't know why we skipped four. Yeah. Not sure. But I do know in lap one, Lewis just zips by Perez and I was like, that's what I'm talking about. He just takes back what's his and he says, get back there, Perez. And, we'll and was that the highlight that of story? <laughs> that, was, that was, you know, lap one. I was like, we're good. He's like, hey guys, this happened. <laughs> this happened. And scene. And scene. Yeah. But then we get into lap two where poor Carlos just ends up losing traction, <laughs> spins out into the gravel. And when they played this back, they played it back like three or four times. Oh, he could have easily gotten T-boned. I was so nervous. Every time, Danielle, every time that replay happened, I'm like, God, he is so lucky because he just like, like it almost is like slow-mo skating through like Frogger. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my and God, when oh my he, God. when he spins around and kind of comes back. And then I think it was Schumacher in the Haas, like barely misses him. Yeah. I, I mean, it is a, a ski skirt. Across myself <laughs> my- first sweet Carlos. Oh God. It was really hard to watch that. I was like, oh my God. But it was. And so that's what I'm talking about the tires because Carlos started on the hard tires. Yes. And he just couldn't get the temperature up on them. So he started in ninth and he was like, just falling back with the, like, I mean, every time you looked up, it was just like, he went down, he went down, he went down, he went down. Yeah. And then yeah. he spun out and, and then he was... spun out, but he did get, he did get rescued by the sub scooter. I know. I love the sub scooter. <laughs> but it is also, it's kind of funny when you see two grown men on a scooter. On a scooter. <laughs> I was like, Oh, <laughs> um, I will say he, I did notice that he just right before we got on, he put out, um, he posted to the, to the IG uh-huh. about, uh, what happened and let me find it because he said that they also changed something on his car right before the race. So let me, let me oh, read it. Okay. He wrote it in Spanish first. Cause he's a, you know. a true Southern gentleman. I mean, Spanish gentleman, it was a very difficult weekend to digest. We had to change the steering wheel before the start, but the new one also had a problem and the anti-stall went off. I made a mistake when I was trying to come back and that was it. Congratulations to the team and to Charles for the win. Now time to re- reset and go for him. So yeah, so he had some, they changed that stuff and it got him all out of sorts. Poor buddy. That really did suck. I'm not going to lie. That was really hard to watch. I I was like, hated it for him. It just wasn't his weekend. Yeah. I did find it interesting. Like they cut to like after he, you know, he leaves the track and he comes back and he sits on the little, um, that engineer stand. Yeah. He came back in his jeans. I was like, Carlos. Oh yeah, he changed. You ain't got no comfy pants. (laughs) You're going to sit and watch this race in jeans. Okay. Yeah. stylish he's a man of substance and style i just i i mean not that it surprises me but it kind of surprised me that he showed up in jeans i was like go for it boo what would he do put on sweatpants never it's not his look i mean lewis would have come out in sweatpants lewis would have come out out like balenciaga sweatpants also true also true but i just thought i was like he's in his jeans is he comfortable 
Carlos is giving us like that just played polo, like with the family in Mallorca vibes. Jeans are his like. That's his know. sweatpants. Th yeah, that's his loungewear. Yeah. This is his casual. A loafer yeah. and a jean and right. a polo. That's his. That's Carlos. That's Carlos. That's Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> And we love a supportive teammate and he was out yeah. there and he was out there and I love that for him. And I did learn, and I don't know why I didn't know this before, um, but you don't, there's no DRS for two laps. Yeah, after a safety after you, car. I didn't, I didn't realize it was two. I don't know what I thought it was, but I was like, did I know that? I don't think I knew Did that. you notice that they've changed the thing about how Max can't get all up in somebody's ass on the safety car? They're like specifically like, cool your jets, stay out of his pipe, get out. They're like, back the fuck up. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. was, I was happy to know that. Cause that really grinds my gears when he does that. Yeah. Same. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, but okay. then we have, I don't know if it was lap nine or 10, but around this time is when Perez gets tired of looking at the back of Hamilton and is like, I'm going to take my place back. And so he does. And he gets um, DRS from Lewis and then just zips right, oh, yeah. right on past. And I was like, and see that motherfucker, you know? Yeah. But that Red Bull is too fast and it's too fast. You can't Bull. catch it. The only car that is going to give Red Bull a run for its money. If it can stay working is going to be Ferrari. Right. Like, and the, although I mean, Mercedes looked a lot better this week. It did. They did. They actually did. I just, you can tell it's just, it's not there. And I'm hoping it's like, it doesn't peak too soon. Do you know what I mean? Like we always say this in basketball, like you need to peak in March and at the end of March, like <laughs> that's when yeah. you want to peak. I don't want to peak right now. Us. I'm, mm -mm. I'm just trying to consistently get better each race. And it, well, it, feels, does like, seem, it feels like they are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Agreed. The, the porpoising looks like it was a little bit um, more under control this week than it has in weeks past. Um, and I did see more porpoising out From of Ferrari. Ferrari. I was yes, like, that's what I was just about to talk about. I think that the Ferrari looked like the most porpoising, like the Red Bull looked way more um, stable, stable than the and the Mercedes like they showed at one point Lewis's ca like cabin view or his cockpit view and you can just see his head bobbing up and down and I'm like that seems bad for your brain <laughs> but uh yeah the Ferrari and the Mercedes both seemed like they had a lot more porpoising and that the like Red Bull had kind of figured it out yeah it was I was like hmm. but on that same note I think that Sergio is having a much better time figuring out this Red Bull than max because like, I even mentioned that I guess like the oversteer on this car is higher than it was like last time and that that suits Sergio's driving style much mm -hmm. more than Max's. He but even did that, say yeah he did say today that the car was great today and that this was a great drive for him which you know we'll get there with him but it looked like it. <laughs> I was like he feels a lot, like he seems like a lot more comfortable in the Red Bull than Agreed. And, well like, whatever in, changes they've made suit his style. Yes. And interestingly enough, in lap 12, Max, you hear on his radio that he's having problems with his left front tire. Like it, yeah. it's starting to lose. Um, it's, he starts uh, it's to get grip. like, yeah. And like he starts rips. to get some rips in it. Yeah. Which is, I mean, cause there's like 58 laps in this race mm -hmm. and that's on lap 12 that he's already talking about this. So it's like, Ooh, what, you know, know, like how's Red Bull going to manage that? There's really not much you can do at that point. You're like, we just keep playing until we start to see smoke, you know, right. at some point. But he You're gets like, kind of bailed out because eventually we lose. Sweet yeah. Seb. At, at lap 25. 
It's just one of the seven Carlos's. Ends weekend. up in the wall and a uh, safety car for Seb just comes on out and, um, you know, and it's just, you, you just feel so bad for him. You're like, ah, this is crazy. Um, I just want him to have like a week, like a normal week. Like I it, want him to finish 12th. Yes. I want him to like go and pick up some trash. I want him to wear like a love is love shirt. <laughs> I want us to just all get back to the Seb that we were like, you know, kicking you know. it with last year. Also give him a reliable car. You know, yeah. the Aston Martin right now is not so reliable and you know, it's, I don't know how much more Papa Stroll wants to dip into his pockets. He's like, they're starting to get empty. I don't know. It's very did light in here. That, did you see the, the okay, we, I'm going to jump ahead, but not really. I'll, we'll come back, but they end up, they're the only team that has no points right now. Oh, shit. Because Alex Albon got a point today for Williams. That's right. That's so right. right now, Aston Martin is the only team with zero points. Because if you remember at the end of last season, Stroll was like, we're going to be competing for championship. I know. We World. did the deep dive. He got the tunnel. Right. Because that wind tunnel is just <laughs> sucking money out of your pocket now, Lawrence. <laughs> like, Lawrence has got to be pissed. pissed. Oh. So. And it's, Sorry. you know. Back to the race, okay, but, back like, to the race yeah. but that was like, whoo, they're the only team. Like Williams has points, guys. Williams has points. It's yeah, it's no bueno. <laughs> so we lose Seb. We lose, we lose Seb. We lose signs. They're out. Um, and this is have... when we have a close restart. Yes. That and restart. I was nervous. It it was until the Ferrari was like, bye. Get that you're too close. You know what your breath. You know what your breath stinks. I gotta go. <laughs> it's like it just launches forward, and then we just don't see. And then he never Charles comes again. Back. And he it's like I don't know. He's like 35 seconds in front ahead of everybody. I don't fucking know. Like that kid's just so fucking fast in this thing. I'm like, where'd he go? I, I don't even see him. Yeah, I know they like at one point they cut back the camera to him and we're just showing him drive. And I was like, is this? Did he? What happened? Is something gonna happen? You know, because when they usually cut to a car, it's because yeah, something's going something's on. happening. And I'm no. like. What's happening? Like, Charles is in there. <laughs> He's just making his grocery list. Like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, should add that to the list today. Like, he's just chilling. He just cruising. was zipping around. Cruising. I will say, though, there was a, like a period where Max was getting the fastest lap. And like, they were, you know, he was close enough. And then he wasn't. Yeah. And then, and then we get um, lap 31. Perez overtakes Fernando because that little stint oh, was, was pretty great. Now, I do think that if Fernando would have had better tires, he really could have given Perez a run for his money. Oh, and again, sure. it's because of that restart. This is the only reason that they were in the close proximity at this point. Um, but and it's all the like who's going in the pit, who's changing exactly, the yeah, tires, doing, all that exactly. rigmarole. Yes. So Perez overtakes Fernando and then Hamilton is able to overtake Fernando. And then we get this like <laughs> crazy little like no 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 i mean and, uh, again for me anytime lewis get ahead of fernando it's like oh i know like, did you even hear them like, talking about that on the on the commentary no what did they say oh they were talking about how they were like lewis is has a chance to get all around his like longtime rival and former teammate and i was like <laughs> oh shannon immediately thought of you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then lap but 39 then- Lap 39 will go down as just a lap of like, wow, in my book forever. Max has to pull over. Right. And so they cut to his car and it's like, 
wait, what's happening? What's going on? I mean, the girls and I are like holding hands, like, oh my God, what's happening? What is this? What's happening? And he gets out of the car and it, on his radio, it says, I smell a weird fluid. Something's not right. He gets out of the car and then the car catches on fire. Right. And so, then- you know, he's so, I, when I saw those flames come up, I was like, say what you want about Max. Like kid knows what's up with his car. Yes. Cause he pulled that baby over and was like, I smelled something. It's not right. And then boom, it caught fire. Yeah. And thank and you guys. And he just, called over like he the, did. He's like the marshal, like, hey, put it, you know, put it out. It's, you know, and even like teach you telling the guy, like, hey, you got to get under here. You know, thank God nothing happened to him because I, I never want to be in a world where that is how we win this race. So please understand that. But like to be smart enough to know oh, for your sure. car and you're like, dude, this ain't right. And he's yeah. like, uh-uh, no. Like, thank goodness he's okay. But it, never have I ever felt like, ah, what is happening? What is going on right now? So I think for- that's also exactly what happened to Christian Horner in the garage. She just yelled out, <laughs> what is happening? What is happening right now? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so Max is out. DNF. Zero points for Max. And then three races and two DNFs DNFs. for Max. Like like, what in the actual happening right now? This is like, again, this is the upside down. We are in the upside down right now. We are in the upside down. I'm loving the upside down though. The upside down is. You're benefiting hand over foot in the upside down. The upside down down is in Italy. It's in Italy and that's it. Yes. But then we get Perez on the radio. It's like, what's going on with Max? And this was great. He's like, do not worry about Max. Not relevant to your car. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I know. I'm like, they're not even going to tell him. Nope. Because, I mean, it made kind of sense. I, though. It, I was I like, don't get it. Like, I, I get it because the last thing you want to do is put doubt into a driver's right. spot. So I understand, like, listen, his car had some weird shit going on. We don't need to explain this to you because we don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to figure this out on the radio with you. Just drive your car. Yeah. Like, All right, cool. Here we go. Keep on driving. And he was like in a close enough that like, you know, he had people coming up behind yeah, him. On he's trying to, so like, you don't want to mess up that. Like my, he's got to defend, you know, George Russell, who is on his ass the entire fucking time. And then Lewis is pissed because he's like, what in the actual fuck is going on? Why right. is George in my spot? Which so, Lewis, I would like to know that too. If somebody could please help me out. And uh, I need a meeting with, Toto, I need James and I need Bono. Sit down with me and tell me how the hell do we get George Russell in front of Lewis Hamilton? Well, I'm not pissed that, about that. That meeting actually probably has occurred already. And also, but did you hear when they said they turned their radio off so that we couldn't listen to it? And I'm imagining that was the conversation that they were saying is like, you're in P4, Lewis. Like, yeah. And then he comes back and he's like, you're really, what did he say? He said something about like, you're really. Like, you really put me in a difficult spot. Yeah. Or, yeah. Difficult yeah. That's position. exactly what he said. Yeah. And he's right. I mean, he's absolutely right. Because again, it's the safety car that fucked Lewis over again, because yeah. they were waiting. They were like, we're going to, I'm sure we'll get another virtual safety car. We'll bring you in then do a tire change out or whatnot. And I mean, he was, oh God, he was so close to George the entire time that they were in third and fourth that I was like, at what point does Lewis just get DRS and just zip past George? Yeah. At what point? And we didn't hear any of that on the radio. And I, and like, I think I, that that's when they had the, the channel closed. Yes. And I, which didn't, I didn't know you could do that. Like <laughs> I you didn't either. Turn your, I thought they had to use like code language and like, you know, plan A. And, yeah. Plan A plus five. I was like, yeah. Plan B plus five. What is that draw? What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, whatever means, Ferrari's plan A plus five was worked. Just uh, just, that means I one mean, pit five, stop, but add five laps. Add five laps. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. But it's like, what is happening? 
I was not happy with that. We but We got to talk about Red Bull, though. Like, what the fuck is happening with Max's car? Like, that's what I'm saying. When Sergio clearly has a better handle on it, like, is it something to do with the car? Is it Max's, how he drives the car? Is it, like, what in the F? I'm going to imagine, with my very limited amount of F1 knowledge here, that the way in which Max drives his car is with, relentless aggressive approach like That's me on how- the road right <laughs> exactly and what happens your check engine light danielle it's, it's always, always fucking on, on right always same thing on. with max's engine it's like dude quit it <laughs> it's like stop or i'm gonna catch on fire and he's like no you're fine and then what happens the car literally catches on fire maybe right? that's where i have the soft spot for max because i also am a relentless aggressive driver <laughs> And not saying that you can't be, because I mean, obviously it's done and well to this point, but there has to be a point where he just starts to realize this isn't last year's car and I'm going to have to treat it different. And I'm hoping that, you know, for the sake of him and his sanity and everybody at Red Bull, that he figures it the fuck out. Um, And I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but like, I don't want him to be. Well, like the sport is better with like, yeah, when there's a a villain and a hero like and he's our he's a great villain he's like he makes villain. for a great foe so without him there is a little bit less I mean I didn't have all the anxiety that I normally do because no I had a lot of joy that's what I had I was like <laughs> I mean my smile got bigger and again I understand that that is a bullshit excuse because I shouldn't have to want another driver out <laughs> for my driver to actually make podium. I understand. So if you're going to come at me, I'm already there, guys. I'm yeah, already she's, here. she's a self-aware like, petty queen. Super <laughs> self-aware over here of my bullshit. Okay. Like, <laughs> from day uh, one. <laughs> speaking of your bullshit, how do you feel about George Russell? Uh, like, we're not there yet. We're not okay, finished we're not this. We haven't finished this race yet. We're not. Okay. Sorry. Um, I do have to point out there was a point where Stroll gets a five second penalty because he's weaving oh, on a straightaway, which you can't you do that. Do. Yeah. And it's like a gentleman's agreement more so yeah, than anything. Yeah. Cause uh, <laughs> just, you can't go racing with someone who weaves. It's the honor among thieves. And I was like, Oh yeah. Crofty out here that. being like, don't fucking do that yet. And even when the engineers are like, watch, uh, watch the weaving yeah, lance, yeah. you can't do that. And I was like, good. Keep your boy in check because stop with that. Again, I don't know who up. I've become, but I have now a soft start for Lance Stroll too. I'm, I don't know where I where up until like up until this race, I was starting to like, I'm like, okay, you know, like maybe I don't dislike him. It's I think puppy. it's the puppy. It's his puppy. You know, I love a, a, a cute dog and if you have a cute dog and you're an asshole that makes you a little bit less of an asshole, but you're still an asshole. Same thing with Lance. Although today I it's his fault. Full fledged. No. Oh, disagree. <laughs> disagree. You don't have to No, You are independent of your parents. Do not have to be the same as them. Disagree. No, I agree. I don't think I, I mean, I don't, I think that the weaving thing is like initially he did it to block and then he came back over and then he like, didn't realize he was. Weaving. Oh, that's bullshit. He fucking knew what he was doing. <laughs> don't you sit here and try to make excuses for Lance Stroll. Daniel, you are better than that. You are part of the Tifosi. <laughs> I know. Don't you stoop that low? <laughs> I know, but they have no points. I just feel like it's kicking a, a you know, cute puppy when it's down. <laughs> Lance isn't going to bring him points. Seb will bring him points when he can stay in his is car. He? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Well, you know, Falling we don't apart. know yet because he has, this is his first time in a race and it's been shit. 
I think they need to bring back the hook. Sometimes you good, sometimes you shit. <laughs> I need the hook back. Maybe, maybe we need a couple maybe more. Maybe we weeks. need it back. I don't know. I like the part oh. too where we were just like <laughs> racing. There's so much like happening between yeah. Alpha Tori, the um Aston Martin, not Aston Martin, um Alpha Romeo. Like there's just the map just- the Haas. Like yeah everything i mean I, I was sad to see that haas didn't I know, they have any points and uh, but to 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 end the race we finish with charles then gets p1 sergio p2 george p3 lewis hot on his tails p4 and then we also get lando p5 and my boy danny Rick. danny Rick p6 so we get double points for mclaren I don't know. I really don't know. I didn't write this down when the last time that happened was, but it's been a hot minute. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, so, so happy for them. First time this season, double points. Yes. For- First time this season, double points, which was so exciting. Love that both my Mercedes boys got points. I love that one got the podium, not the one I wanted, but understood. And honestly, I don't hate that Perez was on podium. He had a great race. He had a great race. He had a damn good race. He's a great driver. You know who we need to talk about? Why didn't Rick didn't get more pub at this race? Danielle, they had a whole fucking sign that says go Ricardo. I know, but it just felt the like they hardly even mentioned him on the cover coverage. Stop. And I'm like, this um, is his fucking race. I can't Give with you. I can't with you. Stop. We need to talk about Alex fucking Albon. Albon. No pit stops. No pit stops. Well, I mean, until the very last lap. And he had to. But how strategic was that shit? Because if he didn't take a pit, he would have gotten like a 30 second penalty. No, he would have been disqualified. Right. But the penalty for that is 30 seconds. So like. I thought you just got disqualified. Like it didn't count. mm, That's what they kept saying on the coverage. They were like, if he doesn't doesn't finish, like you get DQ'd basically. Well, no, like he if didn't, you don't, no, if you, you don't, don't pit. take a pit, like you have to take at least one. Yeah. So he takes it on the last lap and then he's still able to come in 10th place. That motherfucker still got a point. You love Alex Alvin. I do. I, I don't love him, but I have a, an appreciation for his, his driving style because he, he's also relentless. He's just relentless without being an asshole, which is yeah. why I have a divide for Max Verstappen. I don't find Alex Albon to be an asshole the way I do. No, we just don't know him very well. What I just don't know him that way. Well, she's right. He could be a giant dick. And I don't know. I don't know. It's, did you see the interview with him and Lando after the race? I did. I did. And I don't know if it was on the, the group chat or where we were. I that I heard this. us talking about it. But somebody was like, Lando without Charlotte makes me nervous. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, true story. Because again, I know you said that he came off as just stupid, not like me. I just don't think he's super smart. I don't know if he's or savvy. You know what it is? He's condescending. Like that's for well, me where I'm rich. like. But th- that doesn't mean you get to be a condescending. No, I know, but like, I think it's because he's been like raised really rich. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, God, Lando, like. I mean, if for Alex, Alex handled himself well. Because he's like, yes, I didn't take a pit stop. And I finally took one. And then I still came in 10th. And he's like, you got a point? Yes, because I came in 10th. And it's like, you didn't take a pit? Where have you been in this conversation, Lando? <laughs> like, it's like, it was like, meow, meow. but it was kind of like the same conversation. And I don't know if we talked about it on the pod, but on, um, I think we did on our last episode from F1 Nation, when I talked about how Max and Lando we're having a conversation on that podcast. I don't know. If, and they had a conversation and 
Lando talks about how he got a point and Max is like, oh, you got a point? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, good for you. Like, I didn't think you guys got the point. So like, it felt very reminiscent of the same conversation that Max and him had on. Um, Maybe he's just, you know, uh, trying to walk a mile or, or, you know, take a little tip out of Max's book. I don't know. It's still, Lando still has to. You still don't love him. I still don't love him. I still don't love him. I really don't. Do you think that they should have yielded and let Danny Rick be ahead of Lando in this race? That's where I think. I think they should have. If they were going to finish one, two in order, like why not let Danny Rick have the win? Because there's no way Lando would ever let that happen. No, I know. But with the that's why, and that maybe that's why I don't like him. It's like you don't even like Danny would do it for you in your hometown at Silverstone. He would. Danny be like, that's cool. You would. Yeah, I guess he probably would. He would. I mean, I'm not getting soft on Daniel Ricardo. I don't like him still, but there was also a little boy they kept showing in the crowd that looked like a small Daniel Ricardo. Did you see him? No. They didn't do a lot of like shots when in the replay. It was more during qualifying, but there was this little kid that I was like, swear, this is like, is this his nephew or like a relative? Because it looked straight up like him as a small kid. So cute. Now... I didn't, I didn't see that, but I will, I really would have loved to have seen more. I'm with you, like coverage of Danny Rick. I mean, this being his hometown and it's such a beautiful track. Like a thousand days since we've been in Australia, like give the, yeah, let's give a little bit more excitement about that. Let's do it. Get a little commotion for Danny Rick. (laughs) Um, But I do have to, to point out one quick thing, like Charles wanting to go on the fastest lap. Loved it. Loved it. And then when they were like, they're like, this, don't this do was it. the quote. This is uh, Charles says, Can we go for the fastest lap, please? The controller, negative. We have it, and we don't think anyone else can beat it. And then he goes, Okay, but, okay. but like, I really want to. <laughs> but then, yes. like, they were worried Alonzo was going to get it. And then, so, and then Alonzo, you know, so, you know he out, got but... it on the last lap. He still did it. Charles did on the last lap. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. He, he went okay. for it again. And they were like, you got it. <laughs> and he's like, cool, cool. I wanted that. <laughs> he's like, I really wanted it. <laughs> well, that puts him in a very comfortable lead. Um, 36 points, 36 points ahead. Again, that's a big fucking lead. I don't know. Okay. But who's in second place, Shannon, George Russell. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know how George Russell's in fucking I don't second either, place. But how does that make you feel? little bit angry on the inside because even though my boy is still ahead of Max Verstappen I just don't feel right about this Daniel I just don't feel right and you know I was it is the upside down it is the upside down and I'm like what where the fuck are we right now I ran into a friend at the grocery store and she's a huge McLaren fan and her husband really likes George Russell so we were talking about that and I was like you know I just can't put my finger on what it is I'm like he's such a great racer he's so like precise and precision in the car like I love that like everything is so thought out and she's like yeah he just he never shows us his messy side and I was like that might he be has that. Oh, no, he, that was well, not English but he is now <laughs> <laughs> not not his like messy side but like He's such a perfectionist that even everything that he does in front of the camera seems fake because it's like he wants to put on this like I'm perfect. It's like he lives in an Instagram filter and I'm like, I prefer filters off. I mean, keep them. You can have them, use them and all that kind of stuff. But like, you know, show me honestly who you are. And I don't feel like we know who he is yet. Okay, but that's the Mercedes way. Because it sounds like if we took that out of context, 
you could have easily just been describing Lewis Hamilton. What? Yeah, he doesn't show us like messy. I mean, yes, maybe he a does. Little, not he a lot. He shows his sensitive and side. He shows when he's Instagram. down. Everything is, yeah, he shows us when he's down, but it's a very like polished down. Like he went away for three months or whatever because like he didn't want to show us what he was really like. I don't know. I just feel like the what you just said could have easily been <laughs> described. Like if you played that without context and asked somebody who they were talking about, I think someone would have easily could have responded. Hamilton. I don't disagree with you on this. <laughs> I don't disagree. I just think that Lewis allows us to see messy and I, he allows us to see emotional and he allows us to see things that aren't perfect. But that's because he's 15 years into the game. And I think, and I said this to, to my friend at the grocery store too. I was like, I would, I am looking forward to seeing these drivers in Get five older. years versus yeah. life, you know, when life kicks you in the balls and you've got to just fucking figure some shit out. Like, I can't wait to see these drivers when life happens to them. I really no, do. Because I, I, I think it's going to make them like, you know, better people. And, you know, like when you're in your 20s and you're like, I know everything and everything has to be perfect. I get it. I totally get it. But I think that is where I find the disconnect with George Russell is that I can't find his messy. And that's what I need to see. OK, well, I get that. And I understand that. But I also think that He's really stepping into his role as team villain. And I kind of love it. Did you see his shots fired afterwards? He's like, I'd rather have a reliable car than a, a fast, fast car. One. That's not reliable. And like at that point race. I was like, okay, George. Okay. George okay. is playing the long game. He's out here just like poking Christian Horner. <laughs> and, and I'm I, okay with that. I'm I love okay that. With that. Yeah. I love it. I'm here for that side of it. So, you know, I, I, need, I, I, like I want it. to see more like of that, George. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and he has kind of like the look of somebody who you think is supposed to be good, but it's actually evil. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's like the prince in like Frozen or whatever. That's like, you think he's nice, but he's actually a bad guy. That is kind of my George Russell vibe. And okay. I like it. I like it. Okay. You like an ice king. <laughs> I just think that it's more fun. Like, it's fun to have bad guys. Speaking of villains, did you see Max Verstappen's jet? No, pictures. What? Oh my God, Daniel, you need to see this. It looks like a villain's jet. It's Is it black? black and it has like a, like a red diagonal stripe down it and some red like on like the wings and on the fin in the back. It is straight up villain fucking jet. And I was like, I love that. Max Don't is you the villain. Oh my God. I mean, nothing like has ever just made more sense to me in this whole sport. I'm like, of course he has a villain jet. I bet it has missiles in there too. (laughs) Oh yeah. And he definitely has like a, a tank of like eels or something, (laughs) you know, like, uh, yeah, I love that for him. Oh my God. That's great. Okay. I do have a couple of facts for you. Yes. Yes. I love them. Did you know, this is one of my favorite segments that we are really getting involved with. First of all, we uh, there was a, a rule that um, the FIA needed to rules. just come out and clarify that <laughs> drivers needed to be reminded that they cannot wear jewelry during races. This feels a like, little bit geared towards Lewis Hamilton. It feels and it a has lot. racial undertones. It does have some racial under not some. It does have racial undertones, and it feels very much like a plot against my boy. And I didn't fucking like it, not one little bit. Um, but the it's not, it's in the international sport code. Yes. Which in the rules, it states that the language that you must use is English. Like that is the the international communicative. And I was like, Oh, okay. Got that. Um, but it says 
that I'm going to try to pull. I think we should do a whole episode where you talk about your favorite rules. Oh, I have so many. I know. So many. So, so many. Um, Oh, dang it. Sorry. It's going to take me a minute to pull this up. So I'm not going to be able to quote it the way I want to quote this because this is in the wrong appendix. I've got, I've got three separate guidebooks. I have three, I have three. (laughs) Um, But that, that it was stated um, that you can't have piercings, necklaces and piercings, right? Yeah. Or metal chains. And I was like, all piercings, like, or just ear piercings, like just ones you can see because I'd what be curious. Lewis has his nose. Nose has, yeah, it has his nose pierced, but it says piercing. So I don't know. Um, the, the earrings, like those are metal, um, those are piercings and then yeah. like metal chains can't have those out. So I was like, but I can understand not being able to have chains out. Cause like if your yeah. car flipped over and like, and in all honesty, I don't really have a problem with this rule because coming from a cheer background, like we have yeah, you know, rules and regulations in places yeah. like you, you know, you can't wear jewelry. And a lot of it has to do with like medical purposes. Like if you have to get, um, you know, if you're medevaced or taken to a hospital or having to do an x-ray, like you can't have this jewelry on. And sometimes you, you can't have, you don't have time to take that stuff off before, yeah, yeah. you know, it happens. So I understand the rule. I'm not mad about the rule by any means. It just felt like it was I'm a direct shot fired. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, are people checking this all the time or is it you just now feel the need to tell us about it? So I and thought surely other people are wearing like necklaces. Correct. But if you wanted to find that it is in the um, international sporting code, it's like appendix L I don't know why any of chapter you three, section that. five, just in case. Um, if you're but- a rules nerd, please show yourself. <laughs> please so do. I need you. one friend. Just give me one friend I can talk rules with. I'll be fine. But she was my- sending me screenshots of this, and I'm like, "What is she talking about? I don't. What's happening?" I was like, "I don't care. I don't care." I was like, oh, "Cool." But in my in my quest to find like where this rule was, I did find that um, we do have entry fees which oh, I thought was, was interesting, yes. right? Okay, so the 2022 Formula One World Championship entry fees. The winner of the 2021 World Championship will be required to pay a basic fee of US, this is in US, $577,278 plus $6,926 for each point gained in 2021 World Championships. For that's wild and is that per race or just for the full year i think it's for the full year because it um it says every other competitor will be required to pay a basic fee of five hundred seventy-seven thousand two hundred seventy-eight dollars plus five hundred or five thousand seven hundred seventy dollars for each point the competitor so gained very specific but why <laughs> does the the number one driver have to pay almost a thousand dollars more than the rest of the drivers because don't they get paid out at the end more I guess so. But like, why, like, wouldn't that be like a, wouldn't you want that monetary to be like, Hey, listen, you win, you get a break. I mean, you think, but it says like in the case of the basic fees due at the time of application and the remainder by December 10th of the year prior to the application. So do you think that's why we find out so many teams are like going under obviously around like the holidays because it's like, maybe. Yeah. But like like, who pays that? Is it the driver? No, it's the team, the team. This is the winner of the constructors. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. The constructors is the team. Yeah. Then I found out, you know how they play two anthems? Oh, I know. I found this out today too. It's the team and the constructor. Yeah. 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 So whoever is standing like that doesn't have to be um, like 
if yes, it was a Ferrari guy that was on the podium today, but if he was from Germany, they would have played the German anthem. I was like, because my husband's always like, why did they play the first and second? Yeah, Yeah, like the one and two. Like, what about the third guy? And so when I told him that, he's like, that's a thing. I was like, yeah, look. Well, I they said I figured it out too because all the Ferrari people were singing the anthem and they were talking about how much they loved the yes Italian anthem and they're like we love this combination of the Monegasque and Italian anthem. That is um, appendix. Yes, I got to say Monegasque in the Monegasque. Yeah, check it off. Appendix five of the um, sporting regulations podium ceremony, Article two. Okay, okay, okay. Sector A. Please again show yourself if you love rules as much as Shannon. All right, yeah, so I thought that was fun. Your driver of the day. <sighs> driver of the day. Okay, I'm gonna have two. Well, I don't have two. I have my pole, and then I have right. yeah, driver. So first up, driver of the day, and then you can tell us pole. Sergio Perez. She said what she said. <laughs> I said what I said. Quick okay. before I take it back. <laughs> okay, and pole position. Pole position. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, breaks my heart a little bit to say this out loud, but I'm going to go with Alex Albon because I think it's I pretty fucking badass that you can go a whole race and not have to do one pit so stop tired. except for the required pit stop that you have to do. That's fucking badass. Talk about the consistency of the Williams. I mean, consist- we know that Latifi is consistently crashing <laughs> and that the car is consistently make Alex Albon's car is going to consistently make it through the race. Well, considering that they didn't give him enough fuel for him to do like the fuel check at the end of qualities, like he got a penalty for that too. He was like, oh, okay, there's not I mean, enough gas. I can't give you any fuel because they didn't put it up on my car. That's amazing. Know. Williams. Yeah, we Williams. Do? I don't know. <laughs> All right. You have to ask what about me you? That. What about you? <laughs> uh, well, my driver of the day is the same driver of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is the Grand Slam champion. Charles Leclerc <laughs> because he did he's did what no one else has done since 2010 and that's a feat and I think that it's go. all just a little clap for sweet sweet Charles and he threw a wink on the podium ah! dead dead uh my wait that was my driver of the day so pole position is gonna go to team Mercedes we're getting back in the mix getting back in the mix team mercedes come on up we've been waiting for you to come swim with us let's go (laughs) i love it i just love it so much i do i was happy to see you know what my theory is they shouldn't have gotten rid of the black car the silver arrow it ain't it the -mm. black car was chef's kiss yes this is not the mojo on the silver car it's not there nope i want the black car back I want the black car back too. I think I think we all, as Mercedes fans, want the black car back. Please, if, yeah. uh, if you guys can change your livery, that would be great. <laughs> I mean, I think we should do it for Silverstone. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, so that's. I was happy to see them back in the mix. I think it's a better. It's better for everyone when we've got like, you know, the big dogs fighting, and then I, like cute I, Ferrari just popping in and be like, "Hi guys, I'm winning." Hi. <laughs> I'm here too. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. And I also, why is Christian Horner always on television? I need more Toto on my screen. They're back in the mix. More Toto on my TV. I agree with you on that. Always. I'm always going to vote more Toto. Yeah. I needed more Toto. I need more cut-ins to Toto. I needed more Toto on my TV. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more Gunther 
on my TV. Always. Too. And it was his birthday week. I know. Where was the love? It wasn't their week, but it really wasn't their week. But I, you know, but I still don't, I don't think that that's, I think that we're still, Haas is still in the mix. I just think maybe this wasn't it for them. Yeah. This, I listen, going to the down under, we were all the upside down. Like (laughs) we all got a little tilted. Well, and you think about like you get a little jet, like Drew and I talked about that a bunch. Yeah. Getting your, maybe they were just out of whack. So somebody made that comment on the, um, uh, oh, on the, Sergio, when yeah, he's Sergio, like, I'm, yeah. I'm still awake. Are you guys taking a nap? <laughs> and he's like, I'm still jet lagged. Uh, that was yeah. cute. That's yeah. great. Uh, we're going back to Europe. We're going to Italy. Going to so Italy. Oh, we're going home. We're going home. The Tifosi. Ooh, it's going to be I so hope, red. I hope big things are in store for Carlos in Italy. Do you want to make a prediction or you yeah, want to? Yeah, I'll make a prediction. Okay. What do you I'm got? I'm double Ferrari on the podium. Oh, but I'm I gonna love go- it. But you know what? I think, but you got to go a little disappointing. I think they're going to be two, three, not. I don't think they're going to win. I think I don't know who's going to win though. I think maybe Sergio Perez may win. Wow. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. I'm going Ferrari one, two. Ooh, one, two. Mm -hmm. Who's third? Sergio. Mm, Yeah. Said what I said. I think Max is still going to have some issues with his car. Yeah, I do too. I think it's going to take a couple more races for him to get his shit back together. I think he's going to have something goes goes to shit in qualies. It's oh. a sprint. It's a sprint quality. I, I know. I'm so excited about a sprint. These are your favorite. I know. I know. I love a sprint quality. That's why I think that. That's why I'm I'm going over. I think Sergio. I think the Red Bull might have a little bit of an advantage, and I think obviously Sergio's got better uh, capabilities with this car. Do you know who hates a sprint quality? Lewis Hamilton. No, Jane Kessler. No. no. <laughs> Fernando Alonso. Oh, he hates it. Hates his sprint quality. Hates it. Also, my husband, Dan Kessler, um, listens to the pod and is also like, wait a minute, you threw me under the bus to your entire podcast, people, about a Monopoly game that I don't remember playing? <laughs> I, <was laughs> I like, forgot about that. I haven't let that go, baby. He's like, clearly, when was this game? He's like, should we talk about this with someone? <laughs> I was like, do you want to come on the air? He's like, well, I don't want to be my first time on your podcast to talk about a Monopoly game. <laughs> and I, I respect that from so, you. So, Dan, you're, you're welcome to come on anytime. Just anytime. Just come on in. Just Knock on the door. Come in the closet. <laughs> he did give us a hard time about saying welcome back to push push too. And I want to go on the record and say, that's what we're saying. Right. Welcome that's what back. we say. Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. Push back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're going to be welcoming everyone back to Europe next week. So I'm excited. Or in two weeks, we've got in two weeks before the race. So we will have time to, to give everyone some more info on Imola. Yeah. It's going to be great. We're going to break down this track. We're going to break I down. Love- the do's, the don'ts, and all the Emilio all the pasta Romagna. that comes in between. We should do we should do um like a brunch. Let's do it. Let's do it. Italian, yes. Spritz, Ooh, yes. Antipasta, love it. Yes. Wood fired oh. pizza, Ooh. love it so much. Uh, all right. Well, that's all we've got. Uh, I mean, we gave you a lot. You know, that's what happens when we come to you on a Sunday, and we're just amped up time constraints (laughs) we're just ready to chit chat about all things f1 and if you would like to chit chat all things f1 with us please come on over and hang out on at f1 push push on instagram or leave us a review tell us you love us it makes our hearts swell with happiness 
when you drop a review and rate us on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, it makes us happier than Shannon having Mercedes back in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, and if you have any ideas uh, and you want us or topics we should be covering or you want us to talk more about, send us an email at f1pushpush at gmail.com and we will be happy to entertain your thoughts. Yes. And we did get one email talking about maybe we, we should do a movie um, on some mm-hmm. of the off weeks. And I think I that we that. should get that in the mix. So I love it Stay so much. tuned for more of that. But we didn't get together this time. So, you know, yeah. live and learn. Yeah. <laughs> and until next time, push, push.